One of the things that I often find humorous is seeing in the news when some celebrity has either gotten arrested or kicked out of some place. And it's funny because most of the time when there's a video of it, you'll see this very famous person being let out by the cops or security, and oftentimes they will yell something along the lines of, don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? It's as if they think that their celebrity will get them what they want, or that their good name will get them better treatment. They think that they are entitled. And we see a very clear example of entitlement in today's gospel, with the example of the Pharisee. Because when he's praying, he's essentially telling God, don't you know who I am? I do all of these good things. I fast, I tithe. I'm not like everybody else. I deserve good things. I am entitled to your good gifts. Well, Christ gives us this story in the gospel today to help us guard against an attitude of entitlement in our faith and in our prayer. Because entitlement is poisonous to us as Christians. In fact, we are entitled to nothing as Catholics. You look at every good gift that God has given us, and we're not entitled to it. Look at creation. God did not have to create us. He was perfectly fine on his own. We as human beings add nothing to his greatness. God did not have to create us. Or maybe look at redemption and salvation. You know, after the fall of Adam and Eve, we did not deserve to be saved. In fact, we, did, we merited eternal punishment. God did not have to become a human being, die on the cross, and save us. No, we were not entitled to salvation either. Or even look at God's grace. Again, we're sinners. We don't deserve God's love in our lives in that sense. We don't deserve grace. It's a free, unmerited gift from God to us. It's a gift of God's very life. But we might for a second say, hang on, what about St. Paul in the second reading today? Doesn't he sound a little bit entitled when he's saying things like, I have competed well, I've finished the race, I've kept the faith, I know a crown of righteousness awaits me, that God, the just judge, will award me? It's an interesting question. But if we look at that reading a little bit further, we see that St. Paul is not being cocky. He's not presuming. He knows that he is going to heaven not because of how great he is, but because of how great God is. He has seen the grace of God in his life, probably more than anyone else in the New Testament. Paul's conversion. He has seen the grace of God in his life, and he knows how much he does not deserve the things that God is giving him. And remember, we're in 2 Timothy today. In 1 Timothy, Paul referred to himself as the foremost of sinners. That doesn't sound like someone who's entitled. And St. Paul knows that he's in a good spot because he knows God. He has known his mercy and his majesty. So Paul is actually behaving closer to that tax collector rather than that Pharisee. And truth be told, that's where we need to be. We need to be in that same position as St. Paul and that tax collector, as we heard in the gospel today. And we need to be there not because, you know, so we can beat ourselves up and say how unworthy we are or think that we're nothing or worthless before God. No, that's not the point. We need to be in that position because in spite of our unworthiness, God still gives us his gifts. 
He gives us grace. He gives us his very life. And he gives us the sacraments. Think about it this way. How much more satisfying is it to receive something we know we're not entitled to as opposed to something that we think we're owed? How much more grateful we are, how much more honored we are when we receive something we know we didn't deserve as opposed to, again, thinking we're entitled to it and it really just kind of being ho-hum. It's the same distinction, really, between something that's a transaction and something that's a gift. There's nothing beautiful about a transaction. It's an exchange of goods between people who owe each other something. But a gift is something beautiful because there's love behind it. And because oftentimes gifts are given when they are not deserved. And our God is not a God of transactions. He is a God of pure gift. And again, if we're feeling entitled in our faith, we can't properly receive God as a gift, as that Pharisee couldn't in the gospel today. He couldn't because he didn't think he needed it. He didn't think he'd done anything wrong. He didn't think he needed any mercy. Salvation was something that he thought was owed to him. And if we think we're entitled like that, we're going to be in for a rude awakening at those pearly gates. But the tax collector was different. He recognized this. What was his prayer to God? Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Because mercy is a gift. It's not merited. It's not deserved. It's a pure gift from God. Everything, everything in our lives is a pure gift from God. Our lives, the created world around us, our faith, grace, sacraments, our families, even the food on our tables, all of it is a pure gift from God. And we acknowledge this especially here at the Mass when we receive the Eucharist. You know, we don't, we don't grasp for the Eucharist. We don't take the Eucharist like it's something that we're entitled to. No. We open our hands and very humbly make a throne for our God and receive the Eucharist as a gift. Or we receive Him on the tongue. Something to think about today. Do we receive Christ in the Eucharist as a gift? Because again, our God is not a God of transactions. It's not as if we're reaching for change from a cashier. No. We are receiving God in the Eucharist as a gift. So today, brothers and sisters, let's guard against that attitude of entitlement, thinking that we're owed something from God. Let's live humbly. Let's be aware of our weakness, but also let's be in awe of the fact that God continues to give us everything. Everything truly is a gift from God. Everything that we have and everything that we are. The question is, Will we humbly accept it?